My name is Ed Peters, and speaking for Pastor Henry Harder and the Renewal Singers, I welcome you to another broadcast of What's New. We return today to Paul's farewell address to the elders of the church in Ephesus, recorded in Acts chapter 20, verses 18 through 38. Paul addresses the church elders on his return trip from Europe to Jerusalem at the end of his third missionary journey. He wants to reach Jerusalem for the celebration of Pentecost, so he decides not to stop at Ephesus. Instead, he asks the elders of the church to meet him at Miletus. On our previous study, we begin looking at Paul's initial point. He reviewed the past three years that he had spent with them and his faithful service to the Lord carried out in humility and tears. Today, we are going to expand on this point. Jehovah God reigns, let the earth proclaim rejoice. He is the captain of a heavenly army. Praise him, oh praise him. My defender, no foe can harm me. Praise him, oh praise him. Sheltering me in a mighty fortress. Praise him, oh praise him. Holy is he, merciful and righteous. Praise him, oh praise him. the Ephesian elders that he had held nothing back from them. He had pulled no punches. He could declare that he had given them the Word of God, the total Word of God. He had given to them the full counsel of God. Now here to bring us our study is Pastor Henry Harder. Paul speaks to the elders of the Church of Ephesus in a retreat setting. 
His ship stopped at Miletus, and the elders traveled the thirty miles from Ephesus to join him there. Paul reminds them that he had worked at Ephesus for parts of three years. He reminds these elders, first, that while there he was often tested by the Jews, but he ministered in Ephesus with humility and with tears. The gospel was not just academic. It really did matter whether people accepted Jesus and placed their faith in him or not. Now Paul goes on to make another claim. He says to these elders, You know that I have not hesitated to preach anything that would be helpful to you. That's in verse 20. A bit later in verse 27 he adds, I have not hesitated to proclaim to you the whole will of God. That is an amazing statement. Paul said, I have kept back nothing that was profitable for you, and I have not hesitated to declare to you the whole counsel of God. Paul was able to make that claim after having been there only three years. After years on this program, what's new, daily, Monday through Friday, I could not make that claim. Surely there are many profitable things I could have said and didn't. Surely there is much about the will and counsel of God I could have said but didn't. Yet this is my goal, nothing profitable withheld and nothing of God's purposes omitted, and to present it with humility and with tears. In reviewing his past with them at Ephesus, Paul also notes that he taught publicly and from house to house. Publicly he taught first in the synagogue and then in the hall of Tyrannus. House to house may have reference to visiting groups, meeting in house churches, or visiting families and individuals in their homes. Paul left no stone unturned in bringing the good news of Jesus Christ to the people of Ephesus. I am forced to think back to the days when I was a pastor five years in one church in Canada and twelve in another here in California. I would feel less guilty if I could believe that Paul was exaggerating but I don't believe that he was. Although severely tested, he said, I served the Lord with great humility and tears. I didn't hesitate to preach everything that was helpful to you, and I proclaimed to you the whole will of God, publicly and from house to house. Personally, I couldn't say that. I withheld nothing in my 17 years as a pastor. There was humility often, and there were tears, but the whole counsel of God omitting nothing? Hardly. There was much proclamation publicly, but from house to house, not much. Most of us have a long way to go to match this apostle in manner, method, and message. His manner with humility and tears. His method publicly and from house to house. His message the whole counsel of God, everything that the people needed. That's a tall order. Paul did it. If it was the Judaizers who were giving trouble at Ephesus and telling the Gentiles that they must come to Christ via Judaism, then the next statement Paul makes is extremely significant. He says, and Luke records it in verse 21 of chapter 20, I have declared to both Jews and Greeks that they must turn to God in repentance and have faith in our Lord Jesus Christ. Both Jews and Gentiles come to God in exactly the same way. 
there is no difference. The way of salvation is identical for both people. In order to receive forgiveness, righteousness, and Christ's life, there is repentance. As I've often said before, repentance means change of mind and direction. Both Jews and Gentiles needed to do that. Without that, salvation would be impossible. For the Jews, it meant repenting from the sin of rejecting Jesus as Messiah and Savior. They needed to change their mind about that sin and any others. Sin, any sin, stands between God and man. A change of mind about sin and a change of direction is a part of receiving forgiveness. When turning to Christ in faith, there is an automatic turning away from sin. For the Jew, it's the sin of crucifying Christ or the sin of believing and keeping the laws necessary for our salvation or some other. There has to be a change of mind about those things. For the Gentiles, there had to be a change of mind regarding Artemis or Diana of the Ephesians and the other gods and idols they worshipped. It meant a change of mind regarding the pagan sins that the Ephesians were so famous for. So Paul's call to repentance was a very practical matter of changing mind and direction for both Jews and Gentiles. That was and is a necessary aspect of trusting Christ. The second point Paul makes is faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. That is believing him and in him. That is for the Jews accepting him as God and accepting his claims. He was what he claimed to be. For the Gentiles, it meant accepting him as the only God and Jesus as the only Savior. Paul did not pull any punches. That's what it takes. A change of the mind and faith in Christ. Salvation for both Jews and Gentiles comes in exactly the same way. So the first point Paul hits home when he meets these Ephesian elders here at Miletus is to review the past. How had it been when he stayed in Ephesus those three years? Paul says, I served the Lord with great humility and with tears, even when I was severely tested. I did not hesitate to preach anything that was helpful to you, and I taught publicly from house to house. I declared to both Jews and Greeks that they must turn to God in repentance and have faith in our Lord Jesus Christ.
New is a radio production of Creative Encounters. Our mailing address is Post Office Box 848, Chapter California, 93263, USA.